It's FIAMP Portland Jazz Festival time of the year again, and as we always love to do, we asked PDX Jazz Executive Director Chris Doss to come here to the cafe at Artichoke Music and tell us who's playing from beginning to end, and that's Thursday, February 16th through Saturday, February 25th. It's a big, musically diverse concert series in several venues, kind of like we say at KMHD, Jazz Without Boundaries. Chris Doss has a big hand in curating the festival, which features everything from the newest jazz on the planet to straight-ahead jazz, ECM-type jazz, international jazz, soul funk and hip-hop jazz, just about anything you can think of and something you've never heard of. And that's what I like, the discovery. So let's find out right now from Chris Doss. Chris, we're here again. We're back again. Yes, back with a full-fledged festival, and yeah. we are very, very excited to uh, be back on track with presenting this wonderful event to the community of Portland. Boy, it's packed this year. It is packed. It's it really is. packked and very diverse, and it's a full-fledged festival again this year. It's That's back great. to 10 days yeah. and uh, obviously nearly 100 events. Wow. Jeez. So do you feel now that you're, you, you've put your stamp on it? I do. This is my fifth year yeah. of, at the festival, so it's my fifth rodeo, so to speak. Um, it's, it's kind of strange when you look at it. We're in our, our 20th anniversary this year, uh -huh. and I've been around for a quarter of those festivals. Yeah, um, time that. flies. Yeah, yeah, boy. It was a shame that, that Bill Royston passed. That was very, very sad that we lost Bill earlier yeah. this year. Um, the amazing thing about Bill, though, was he started to write again. I know. He wrote like five or six absolutely magnificently beautiful pieces for Oregon Music News. Yes. It was amazing. I do. I'm gonna, and he, I, everybody thought like he, he, was, he, was, he was a goner, you know, and he just wrote these beautiful stories. Anyway, it was so, you know, it's kind of a little coda for him, you know. And it was a it was a beautiful thing. It was wonderful to see him, you know, that active yeah. in in the jazz community here yeah. in Portland yeah. um, at the the later days of of his life. And yeah. it was really really great. Uh, yeah. You know, Portland is very very fortunate that uh, Bill Royston came to this city yep. and yep. gifted us yep. with this wonderful event that continues to evolve and grow. Yeah. When we first started, when we first when we first started Oregon Music News, our our first the first year we covered the jazz festival, we over covered it so much. Nobody's ever covered. We, we, I don't think anybody has covered it as as much as we did that first year. We were we just had story after story after picture, photo gallery after photo gallery, and on, you know anyway. It was great. It was a great time. That's wonderful. And, and we're so delighted that you are still here 20 years later, uh, totally that? involved. And <laughs> it, it's really, really uh, a gift to this event that so many musicians and partners mm -hmm. and media sources have been, you know, with us the entire journey yeah. every year. That's great. It's really good. I have one question before we get to the music, right? Now I I don't I don't even though I'm the editor in chief I don't I don't stray into the business end of Oregon Music News very much because there's not much to stray into but we're still here we're still here and we're still we're still kicking we've 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 put five stories up this week already it's fine you know but still uh, it was close it was a close call there you know during the pandemic but we we we, we made it through 
but the question is, and what I'm, I say that because I don't deal with a lot of B2Bs, okay? What is Biamp? <laughs> Biamp is an international company. Uh-huh. They're among the very largest technology companies that provide technology solutions primarily to businesses. Yeah. It's Biamp has a really interesting story because it started here in Portland. And Beaver, they're out in Beaverton. They're out they? in Beaverton. Yeah. And it started as a guitar amplifier company. Is that right? That was initially what Biamp started as. Um, obviously, they've, they've evolved themselves, and they are primarily work with large corporations yeah. at this point in time. Yeah. And they provide technology solutions for things like video conferencing uh-huh. or microphones that are used in business across the entire company. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it's, it's audio visually based technology that is used by corporations worldwide. Yeah. Um, you know, they were one of the forerunners that, that were using things like video conferencing where uh-huh. somebody in, uh-huh. in Tokyo is talking face to face with somebody in Manhattan. You right. know, they, they were doing right. all that stuff way before there was a pandemic in zoom. Wow. Wow. Well, let's hear it for Biamp because you know I don't they, you know they they I know they stepped in uh, at a crucial time. They absolutely did. We are in I want to say our seventh year wow. with Biamp at this point. Yeah. Um, I may be off by a year, but uh-huh. it's it's around seventh year. We have a wonderful relationship with them. They're wonderful people, a wonderful organization, uh-huh. and. Uh, I, I anticipate that we will be uh, doing the partnership dance with them for many, many more oh, years great. ahead of us. During the pandemic, uh, w- was, was the festival ever in any trouble? No, the festival wasn't. Uh, we, we moved very quickly. I'm sure as a, as a resident of Portland, you saw that we never did not do a festival. Right. We kept continuity and we did a totally virtual festival in 2021. Uh-huh. We came back with an all-in-person festival last year in 2022 mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. COVID attendance uh, protocols. Yeah, and so we've we've kept our our business open, um, and we we never had to do any staff layoffs. Uh, we just managed our expenditures, and uh, and and we're we're a very small company yeah i don't think most people realize that uh perhaps the perception is we are much larger than we really are well that's good it is good that's really good that's what you want you want people to welcome to the gigantic (laughs) welcome to the history of oregon music news (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's it's, it's like all three of us right (laughs) yeah really really I mean, speaking of you know, companies like Biamp, um, our our publisher Anna Amon, um, uh, who now lives in in uh, Southern California, but when she lived here, she was work she was working for the SAP Corporation, mm-hmm. which is in Silicon Valley. So you know you can you can be anywhere. You can. You know? And she's still you know she's she's still our publisher anyway. Okay. So all right, what was the process for picking the performers this year? So the process is, it's fairly similar each and every year. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicholas Harris, our artistic director, and I works 
a lot in tandem mm-hmm. on kind of what the the festival is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we create a list of artists that we want to go after, mm-hmm. and I'm sure as you can imagine, that list constantly changes. Of course, and we end up with. 20% maybe of the people we started to go after wow. and every in the other 80% is uh-huh. different people. It's really, it's kind of a, a wonderful thing working with Nicholas because I'm an older person <laughs> <laughs> and he's a younger person. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think the two of us really, really work together um, in a really good yin yang type fashion uh-huh. where he, he brings a lot of stuff to the table that I'm unfamiliar with right. and that I've, I've, I've not heard and introduces me to a lot of great mm-hmm. music as our artistic director. Well, that's always been one of the great things about this festival. You know, I mean, when, when Bill first started, he, 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 he brought a lot of people from, from Europe. Mm-hmm. You know that m- 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 many people had never heard of, and that's it's it's a that's what, it's been one of the great things that uh, there are you know um, the masters yep. who play the festival, and then there's people like I wonder who that is, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a great way uh, to to educate yourself. It is, and one of the things that you know we're very committed to it's even it's actually in our mission statement is the organization desires to evolve jazz Uh Uh, we believe that the the best way to ensure jazz thrives Uh is not to protect what came before yeah but to support 100 percent all in what is happening today yeah and what is yeah. shaping the future. Right. Well, you know, I think that um, uh, uh, what we call jazz, especially here in Portland, uh, I, I know that when Matt Flieger first came to Portland, and you know, we hit it off immediately because we both believed in what the Art Ensemble of Chicago used to call music ancient to the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that has that, that's never stopped. Now they call it jazz without boundaries at KMHD. Yep. And we still do that. You know, we st- we still do that. And 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 the festival has always been like that too. Yes. A little less so during Don's tenure, but but definitely since uh, uh, under Bill's, and then when um, Nicholas took over, Nicholas took the over programming. Absolutely. Yep. You know. I I look at the lineup and 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 rather than being put off by the fact that there's some people in here I don't know I go like wow I wonder who that is you know I mean you, you have to trust the people who are putting the festival together yes you know you do and and the thing with a lot of the artists who you don't know and I I addressed it a little bit in some writing that I did a while back here is that. It's all interconnected. A lot of, and and we try to do both things. We not only try to introduce older generations to new artists, Mm -hmm. but we try to introduce younger generations to the roots of where it is. Um, It's, when you're looking at a brand new younger artist, if you explore and you delve in, it's like who influenced them? And you can trace mm-hmm. it back to people who may be your favorite artists mm-hmm. and, and vice versa. When you're looking at a brand new artist, you know, be curious and ask the question, 
what what uh, launching point did this young artist jump off of to create their own voice? Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow. Well, listen. Let's talk about what, who's, who's going to be there. Absolutely. Now, it's an I, exciting lineup. I see that the first night that the Bill Frizzell show sold out. It is sold out. As it, well, it should be. As well as it should be. It was the first show to sell out. Uh, one thing that we're, we're very pleased with with this year's festival is we actually have three shows right now that are sold out and a fourth one that's about to get sold out. Which ones? Uh, the Sacred Souls is sold out. Ah. For Sale is sold out. Uh-huh. Uh, the third one escapes me at the moment. That's if I okay. Look here. Yeah. And Storm Large is well, of going to sell out. Of course. Pretty quick. Um, but Na- she's in the big venue. Naturally. She's in the Newmark Theater. Doesn't matter. So, so tickets are moving very, they put, very they could, quickly. They could put her in the Moda Center. They could. You yeah, know? You could. I mean, she's... And, uh, uh, but we're really happy because typically we don't going? sell out quite this early. What is she going to do? We have a world premiere program uh-huh. that we... Sp- specifically curated with her uh-huh. and it is a cabaret burlesque performance yeah. with a big band wow wow she must be so psyched for that <laughs> we know. all are i hope i hope she's as, as psyched about it as oh i as bet oh i'm sure she to, is i'm sure she is it. she doesn't get to do that that uh, you know uh, of all the things that she does and has done i don't know that she's ever done that yeah you know so it's it's uh, you know it's Storm Large and she's being supported by the Knee Plus Jazz Orchestra uh-huh. and Storyville Confidential. Wow! So it's it's going to be a fairly large ensemble of performers uh-huh. on stage uh-huh. in a world premiere program. Wow! Okay. Well, let's just let's, why don't you let's let's run down who some of the people who are going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned Bill. Bill yes. is our opening night. That's Thursday the sixteenth, yes. and we're very excited that that is the first jazz festival performance uh-huh. to be happening in the new Research Center for the Arts. Nice out in Beaverton. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a beautiful room. It is, uh, and so we're we're very very excited about that. Then we roll into the first weekend where we have uh, a lot of big shows, um, mm-hmm. and we, we have some special shows to us. We have George Colligan George on Colligan. that opening weekend. Last year, we made a commitment to the community of Portland and to the artists of Portland uh-huh. to have a featured headline concert at every festival uh-huh. with a local artist. There you go. Uh, last year, we, we had uh, Daryl Grant uh-huh. as the inaugural performer. Yeah. This year we have George Colligan playing at the old church. Why am I not surprised that it's George Colligan? It's <laughs> because you know he just had. I don't know if you got the most recent downbeat, but his album got a stellar oh yeah. review well, in the course. downbeat that just hit my mailbox this well, wh- week. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it, mean, it's uh, important that we celebrate artists like that. Uh, you know, there, I think there's probably a lot of people who don't realize the the scope of who George has performed with and the high caliber of artists that he yeah. keeps company with. Yeah. That's because we're the only publication that covers jazz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the, that's, that's the case, I think. It is. There, there's not too many. Yeah. yeah. So uh, is he, is it, will he be playing piano? He will be playing piano. Yeah. Yes, he will be, and he'll have a trio with him. Uh-huh. 
So he's going to have, uh, I believe it's Michael Rayner. Nice. And Eric Gruber, who are playing nice. with him on that night. Very good. So Very good. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of a funny story because the three of them play together fairly often. And, and we had them playing this last uh, spring, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's it's the George Colligan trio on this performance, but I talked to, you know, I'm sitting bantering with the band and stuff and it's uh-huh. whichever one of the three of them gets the gig is the one that gets the booking. So it's, <laughs> it's either the Eric Gruber trio, the George yeah. Colligan trio, <laughs> or the Michael Rayner trio. <laughs> I, when I first saw the lineup, I just, Angelique Kijoy just jumped right out at me. Yes. She's incredible. She's, she's spectacular. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder if she's still singing Jimi Hendrix tunes. She may. She may throw a few in. We're really excited because she is doing the Talking Heads Remain in Light performance that she put her own stamp on a few years ago. Wow. And so that is the the meat of the show is uh-huh. going to be her playing Remain in Light in entirety. And I'm sure she'll have a lot of other things. That's amazing things that she throws into the mix but yeah. we're really really excited about yeah. that and it's great to be bringing her in and you know multi grammy award winner you know the biggest star in the entire continent of africa yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna yeah. be a special show well there was a, a a documentary oh i can't remember the name of it now but it was an all-star documentary it had lots of people in it mm-hmm. and um she, she was going to sing um, a, a Hendrix tune. And uh, <laughs> Vernon Reed was the guitar player, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm very familiar with Vernon. But she said, I want Buddy Guy to come back, come out here and, and play this with me. And he came mm-hmm. out there, and she started, they, they started working, you know. And I swear his guitar got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's interesting. I would have, yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have envisioned Buddy Guy playing a Hendrix. Song. Oh, oh no, no, he was he was totally into Hendrix, uh, or other way around actually. <laughs> actually, it was the other way around. Yeah, Hendrix would have been into him. Yeah. Okay, so fill me in on um, Scatter the Atoms. Scatter the Atoms that, that remain. remain. That's going to be a fun show. It's it's a quartet. Coming in from New York City, um, if if we're being honest, I think one of the first things that caught Nicholas's eye and, and my uh-huh. eye was we was like, "That's a cool name. Let's go see what that band's all about." <laughs> Scatter the atoms that remain. How can you not look into a band with a name like that? Really? Um, and it's led by Franklin Kiermeyer uh-huh. and uh, Davis Whitfield, and it, it is a more traditional acoustic quartet mm-hmm. but they definitely explore as they're playing it's a very energetic show mm-hmm. uh, maybe reminiscent of Coltrane and when he was in his uh, era with uh-huh. Elvin uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. in that type of music so okay. it, it should be a really exciting show at Jack London Review right. and Nicodemus Nicodemus is a very prominent DJ. Um, mm-hmm. Those who follow that type of music will know exactly who Nicodemus is. And he founded Turntables on the Hudson mm-hmm. nearly 20 years ago. Wow. 
and he blends jazz, hip hop, uh-huh. dance music, Latin world music uh-huh. into his creative voice. And wow. so he will be a really nice addition. Where is that going to be? That He's playing actually twice. He is opening really? for Angelique. And then uh-huh. he's playing a midnight show at Jack London Review later that night. Wow. Wow. Nice. Nice. Okay. Grow your own gardens. Grow your own gardens. That is Mr. Ambrose. Yeah. yeah. Acumusery. Yeah. And Gerald Clayton. And Gerald Clayton. And Gerald Clayton. <laughs> and Gerald Clayton. Yes. Talk about it. And that is a duo performance. Wow. It's Gerald and Ambrose uh-huh. at the old church. Uh, I'm excited about that. I've done Ambrose shows multiple times yeah. since he was uh, a young man, just starting. And Gerald, yeah, for the same matter, you know, the same right. thing. I've done Gerald multiple times. Yeah, and those two. It's a great be, venue for that show. Too. It'll be a great venue. Yeah. Uh, you know, trumpet and piano in the old church from yeah, yeah. two you know, anchors of the jazz world right now, right. and both of them destined to be legends yeah. of the jazz world. Yeah, yeah. And the Budos Band, <laughs> some Daptone stuff. Got some Daptone stuff. The Budos Band is the, that's going to be the Get Your Booty Down and Shake It show for sure on the <laughs> festival this year. You know, if if you've, have seen you know Antibalus a few years back sure. and some of those types of bands. It'll I remember be a the very time, energetic show. First time I saw Antibalus was at uh, at, at the, the the little room at the at the Crystal. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> Lola's. Yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> that is a small room. They were just you can st- almost barely fit the band in that. They were room. just getting <laughs> they were just getting started. Really. <laughs> Okay, um, I don't know anything about uh, Mechlet. Mechlet is an Ethio-American-based jazz artist. Uh-huh. Uh, she was a, uh, basically, I mean, I don't know if it's the professor is the right word, but she was associated with Harvard Music School. Really? Um, she's very active in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh-huh. Uh, she's done TEDx presentations. She's really? She's done, you know, she, she's a National Geographic Explorer. Um, so she weaves a lot of world experience uh-huh. into her music. And it's it's definitely jazz bass but it also has a lot of her her cultural influences uh-huh. woven into her music and that's one of the things that I really love about this year's programming is that it's it's bringing in what jazz looks like from around the world wow. and, and there are multiple artists that are weaving in their heritage from other places in the world uh-huh. into the music that they are creating here in the jazz field. Wow. Sounds great. And she's playing at the Reeser. So, nice. and again, it'll be a... If, if you haven't been out to the Reeser, Bill's sold out. Uh-huh. But you should come out and see McLeet. Uh-huh. It's, it's a beautiful room to see jazz in. Yeah, yeah. 
And any place is a good place to see the sex mob. Sex mob will be fun. Stephen yes. Bernstein. Stephen Bernstein and that slide <laughs> trumpet yes. playing playing renditions of who knows of what. Who knows what <laughs> pop tune or jazz tune <laughs> is striking his fancy on that given night. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Where's that going to be? He is playing. They are opening for Budos. And then oh, they really? are doing oh, a late show at Jack London. Nice. Same type of nice. deal that uh, Nicodemus <laughs> is doing. Oh, man. What is Yemen Blues? Yemen Blues is like McLeet. Um, uh-huh. It is an artist who uh, is based from Israel. And really? he wow. weaves together Yemenite folk elements with latin music and jazz and the sounds of west africa mm-hmm. to create uh, a very unique uh, rendition of jazz uh-huh. Uh-huh. christian curia christian curia is a very young new artist uh you know, we did Mind, Mind Sign on the festival in 2022 uh-huh. at Holocene. He's very much in that same vein. Uh, yeah. There's vocals, um, keys, a lot. You know, it's... it's Like a Glasper it, kind of thing? Yeah, it, it, yeah, kind of like a Glasper kind of thing. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's jazz soundscapes at times. It's R&B-ish at times. It's, uh-huh. it's a lot of musical influence because these young musicians have so much to draw upon right you know the the web that they pull pieces out of is enormous yeah and they throw it all together to create something totally new i know that's what's happening it is that that is what's happening it's great it's wonderful yeah i mean I, i really like it and it's it's you know, as we kind of started at the top of the interview, it's it's what will keep jazz going yep. forever and ever. And yep. it's yep. and because these younger musicians carry with them the influences of the artists who've come before, uh-huh. that also carries those artists forward into the future, hmm. the legends. Yeah. And Chris Davis, I'm assuming that's not the Orioles player. That's uh, not the Orioles pair, <laughs> pair, blah, player. Uh, I'm really personally excited about this show. Yeah, why? Um, I championed for this show to Did get you? this locked in. Wow. Because it's, it's you know, Chris Davis, who's considered Downbeat's best pianist for years mm-hmm. and years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's quotes out there where, you know, if you want to go hear good jazz in Manhattan on any given night, go go see where Chris is playing. Wow. And then you got James Francis. Yeah. Uh, another highly acknowledged keyboard player, yeah. pianist. Uh-huh. So I- in my lens, we have the two most exciting pianists at the moment playing a double headline show, hmm. each of them doing a solo performance. Um, so I'm very excited about that show. James is someone who I've knowing since he was a kid playing really? in the programs in Monterey. Jeez. And and so I'm uh-huh. I'm really excited about both of those. That'll yeah. be one of the shows that I'm for sure gonna be at. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You can't be at all of them. Can't be at all of them and I don't get to watch really any of them. 
I know but that's one or, one or two times during the festival. I plant myself and I watch the majority of the it's, show. It's the curse <laughs> of being the boss. It is. You you yeah. constantly are going from one to another to another just to make sure that everything's up and running. Right. <laughs> right. Jeez. Um, and Tord Gustav is another keyboard player. Tord's great. Yeah. Tord was here last time we brought him was probably 2019 uh-huh. and we had him over at classic pianos and it was wall to wall uh you know he's, a, he's an ecm artist uh-huh. and so he has that r- really nice blend of bringing in his norwegian heritage uh classical training because all of those ecm artists tend to bring in a lot of classical influence uh-huh. melded in with jazz and it'll be a great show. Tord always puts on a great show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Who is Moore Mother? Moore Mother is M-O-O-R. A M-O-O-R. Uh, her real name is Kame, uh-huh. and she was just featured in Downbeat a month or two ago. And she is a poet, vocalist, um, activist, and, and she's taking the the jazz world a little bit by storm right now was she uh, here last year she was not okay who am i thinking of you're thinking of angel bot the weed yes <laughs> who caused a ruckus uh, angel angel uh <laughs> angel let us know she was here <laughs> you know good good yes you know i mean uh <laughs> i'm gonna stir the pot sometimes you do it's it's you know, everybody has three D idiosyncrasies. So is Taylor McFerrin related to Bobby? Taylor is. Uh, that's an interesting show, and it's a great show because, you know, you got two, you got Taylor and you got Marcus. Yeah. And obviously Bobby is Taylor's father and Roy Haynes is Marcus's grandfather. Wow. So you have Jeez. two uh, amazing artists carving their own niche and you know honestly they aren't neither of them are just starting out by any means yeah but you know they descend uh from families that have been in the world of jazz for a very long time and they're they're carrying on their family heritage that's great that's that's great now the old folks here (laughs) (laughs) the legends we call them legends charlie musclewhite i interviewed him (laughs) Years ago, and KMHD used to used to broadcast the Cathedral Park Jazz Festival. Yep, and I I, I did a shift out there uh, just to, to talk talk to the musicians between sets, and he was absolutely delightful. He was fabulous. We're really excited to be bringing Charlie in. Yeah, um, you know he's you know had has Grammy nomination. This is a really cool show that we specifically curated. Uh, to bring Curtis yeah. and Charlie together on the same show. Oh, man. And do, do you think they can, will they play together? My understanding is they will do some, some of the performance That's together. Great. That's right. Really um, you know, you have two amazing blues players, yeah. harmonica players, yeah. vocalists, yeah. and it should be a really exciting night. You know, you have Charlie, who is the renowned king nationwide if not worldwide you have curtis who is oregon's mm-hmm. number one export in that yep. that field of music so yep. we you've yep. got two blues legends together and those guys haven't stopped no 
They have not stopped. I I, th- I thought the last two Curtis Salgado albums were his best albums of his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just amazing. It's going to be an exciting show. Yeah. yeah. I'll be at that one too for matter part fact, for at least part of it. <laughs> yeah. Ma- matter of fact, on on my KMHD show. I played the, uh, every week I would play another cut from Curtis's album, the last one. Yeah? Just to get every, I just, you know, you have to. You do. You know? You know, I'm doing it. the same thing with Swatkin's al- new album right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I had him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Okay. He was terrific. Is it up on the internet yet? Yes. I will yeah. go He's to great his, guy. I'll search for great it. Great guy. Uh, well, here's Mel Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, Mel is, of course, Mel is going to be there. How can we not have Mel yeah. there? Y- you know, Mel was on the very first festival. Oh, sure. He's everywhere. He's, 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 he's on everything. Mel's, he's Mel a, Brown. He's a fixture of yeah. the Portland Jazz Festival. And, and again, there's another guy who hasn't stopped. He's just as intense. As, uh, yeah. I, I moved here in 97, right? Uh-huh. And there was a, a club in a, in a high rise downtown. Beautiful, right? But it was Mel and and uh, Leroy Vinegar, yep, and people like that. And Mel has not hasn't lost a- anything. No, yeah. And he's got a fun band. And Arietta is <laughs> going to sing with him. Arietta is going to be there. Wow. And, you know, of course, you know you'll have Louis. You'll have Dan. Yeah, yeah. But Arietta does not sing a lot of jazz. Not, not a ton. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'd be interested. I'm, I'm interested in hearing that. So you know, we had her. We had her on the 2020 festival, the one that was live streamed. Um, you know, obviously, she she has strong ties to the church, yeah, to the gospel music. Sure, sure. Um, so it will be, which is, you know, something that. That we have a lot of, you know, we value that. Even as you know, as a jazz organization, there are ties to gospel, sure, music, of course, uh, very strong ties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. weaving some of that element into the festival is something that I'm, you know, I'm sure we will be doing more of in yeah. future years. Yeah, great. And this is another one that jumped out at me, but just because I'm old, Dave Holland. Dave Holland. Dave Holland. This is another special show, not just because it's Dave Holland, but because it's Dave Holland and Derek Hodge. And if you look at it's our same closing, show? yes, if you look at our wow. closing weekend, this is another thing where we try to really work on creating special evenings by pairing musicians together that uh-huh. maybe haven't played together. Yeah. Um, Are they going to play together? They won't be together on stage okay. at the same time, yeah, but they'll yeah. be on the same show. Wow. And and the Holland Hodge show is really kind of a concept of presenting the NEA Jazz Master uh-huh. and someone who is certain to be an NEA Jazz Master right. in years to come right. On, right. on the same show. It, yeah. It's kind of a, a passing the torch. Yeah celebration so to speak yeah i go way back with dave dave the conference of the birds oh dave's great on ecm so many years that was that was one of the ecm breakthrough albums yeah well and, and, you know dave's got you and know with let's, miles let's not well let's not just forget that you know dave's playing with kevin eubanks and eric harlan yes <laughs> <laughs> musicians who are are 
able to do their own shows in their own right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really, really. And then so. Derek Hodge is like my favorite. Yeah. He's, he's uh, of all those guys in that, in, in that sort of category, my favorite. I'll listen to Derek Hodge over, over Glasper any day. Yeah. Seriously. Um, well, you can't say that stuff. I can't say any <laughs> of that stuff. I didn't. You did. <laughs> okay. I love all my children. <laughs> <laughs> Equally. Three Sacred Souls? What's that? The Sacred the, Souls. The, sorry about that. That's yeah. uh, That show's sold out. Uh, it's at Revolution Hall. Wow. It is a hot young band. They're on Daptone, if my memory serves. Uh-huh. And they're based out of San Diego. They're a trio. And they are... They're a Daptone band, so that says a lot. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. a very energetic band, yeah. but they have a really great vocalist yeah. that brings some of that... 70s and 60s soul R&B vibe yeah. into what they are doing. Yeah. Uh, they also have a Latin twist through mm-hmm. the music because they're obviously based out of San Diego. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's new. It's a cool thing. It's a new, a new yeah. cool version of a, of a Daptone act. Yeah. And then there's the funkiest thing in the entire festival. Dumpster funk. Dumpster funk. And you, you got Ivan and Neville, Neville yeah. royalty and yeah. Meters royalty Absolutely. coming in. Yeah. yeah, how can you? Yeah, I mean that show's yeah. going to be New Orleans at the Aladdin for an evening during the festival. Where is that going to be? It's at Aladdin Theater. Oh, the Aladdin. Oh, great. yeah, that's great. And so yeah. Yeah, they're doing oh, uh, the, "Take Me to the River," which is a celebration of New uh-huh. Orleans uh-huh. music. Uh-huh. And yeah, well, they are, be, they, they are New Orleans. They music. are new. Exactly. Yeah. They are New Orleans right, music. Right. But that should be an awesome show. You know, the yeah. only way that show would be funner is if it was falling on Fat Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, and, you know, and I, uh, uh, Ivan, um, uh, he, he took over, really was taken over the, the Neville brothers. Yep. When Katrina hit and then they never made another record. Yeah. Uh, Katrina fun. changed everything. Yeah, I mean, people yeah. don't. You know, I I used to live many years ago. I was in Houston for several years, and so New Orleans was an easy weekend trip. And I would go to New Orleans many, many times. And it is pre-Katrina and mm-hmm. post-Katrina. Mm-hmm. They're they're just two very, very different things. Well, well, geez. Uh, I know we left some people. Well, oh, no, what, the what? Of course, of course, Hubert Laws is Hubert Laws. Hubert Laws is and Brian Jackson. Together? Are on the same, on the same, same show. That's really um, interesting. Yeah, so that's another one where, you know, you get a wonderful NEA master. It, it's cool to have a flautist on the show. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and Brian is... Is Brian uh, Jackson. Is Brian Jackson. Yes. And, you know... Uh, a little bit of another, another take of you know somewhat of a, a protege of Hubert's. Uh huh. And uh-huh. you know, is Brian Jackson going to do any Gil Scott Heron? Do you think? I don't know. You know, Brian released a yeah. awesome record this year. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, yeah. A high, high acclaim. And I'll, I'll so, never forget, and I forget who it was. It might have been sold out when when when. Uh, Nicholas was running the Sold Out Festival, but he brought um, uh, Gil Scott Heron in at the Aladdin. 
Gil Scott Heron walks out on stage by himself and starts telling jokes. He did a stand-up set first. Then he brought the band out and they played. It was just the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. It was just the weirdest thing. And they were were the corny jokes. He told a joke about little people. It was bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill Scott Heron. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's. Well, I know we've let, we've probably left some people out, but we uh, have not talked about Butcher Brown. Okay. The last act of the 2023 festival. Okay. Midnight Saturday night, the 25th. Wow. That'll be a great show. They're coming in earlier in the week uh-huh. and playing, and they're coming back through at the end. They'll close out the festival. We have Kiefer coming in at Star Theater. Wow. Which will be a really, really cool show. He, uh-huh. he kind of brings in that younger generation. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a very smart, educated musician who studied uh-huh. music at UCLA, uh-huh. multi instrumentalist, composer. So, Kiefer will be a really cool show. We have Sin Morimoto, uh-huh. uh, a Japanese American. A younger jazz musician who's coming in who kind of fits, you know, along the lines, you know, you you got people like Sin and people like Kiefer and people like Christian Curia, and they really bring in, they they understand technology. Yeah. So they all use technology. They all know how to produce their own music. They all blend in an array of influences. Uh, most of them have vocal elements in their music as well. So it should be a really, really cool series of young artists that we have on the festival this year. Well, that's great. Um, we have Zoamba, who is uh-huh. a young saxophone player coming in. Ah. She'll be playing at the festival. Uh-huh. She's more of a free jazz really? performer. Good. Um, so right. that should be really, really cool. And and uh, and we're not we don't have time, unfortunately, to get into all the free shows. So the free shows are yeah, fabulous. Well, the free shows are great. They're amazing. And you know, oh, and a couple of others before we jump into free. You know, Mark Juliana, uh-huh. two shows from Mark on the festival. Wow. Um, everybody knows who Mark is. Uh huh. And Hiatus Coyote. We didn't talk about Hiatus Coyote. No. Our largest show. They're playing Arlene Schnitzer Concert Hall. Wow. Um, with Butcher Brown opening for them. And Whoa. they're coming in from Melbourne, Australia. Uh-huh. And they're a, uh, a very, very big act. They've uh, gotten multiple accolades in their native uh-huh. Australia. Uh-huh. Uh, they were up for a Grammy recently. So they should be a really, really fun and exciting show. And... I think now we've covered <laughs> Shabazz Palaces. Oh, yeah. We talk about them. No. Um, that's Ishmael Butler's new project. He, uh-huh. he found fame with Diggable Planets yes. years ago. sure. And is in his second iteration as an artist. Wow. Um, so that'll be a really great Good show for him. up at Alberta Rose. And now, I think, we'll have we've covered all the big shows. And yes. then we got... You know, another ten or twelve free shows Those for the free whole community are, are to come. Fabulous. And they're they're yeah. fabulous yeah. artists yeah. that are performing at them all. And right. uh, one of them, you know, two of them will actually be 
right here at Artichoke Music, where there we are go. at this moment. Yeah. And so those will be wonderful shows. Uh-huh. We have several jazz conversations again. We're bringing in Ashley Kahn uh-huh. for pretty much the entire week, and there'll be jazz conversations with Dave Holland and Derek Hodge, jazz conversations with Hubert Laws and Brian Jackson, uh-huh. uh, a pre-show conversation with Charlie and Curtis, and then he's, you know, we have education, free education workshop presentations from Ashley all week long that are open to the community as well to go in. We have two of them out at Mount Hood Community College. We have one at Lewis and Clark College, and we have one at Portland State University. Great. Well, we we will have, or, or actually we do have, by the time everybody hears this, do have all, links to all that stuff. Yes. Up on the page. Wonderful. For sure. You know, we... We always appreciate all your support, Tom, and the the support of your team. Well, thank you, and you've done a great job. Looking forward to this. Really looking forward to this year's festival. It's a a full festival again. It is. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And as we like to say when we close these things, that's entertainment. It certainly is. (laughs) 